shows like that. And even I was, I've been watching, uh, gosh, uh, making a murder on Netflix. Mm. That's a town in like Wisconsin or something, but those people and the people in all this, uh, tiger King documentary seem like backwoods, Mississippi and Alabama people. But this proves that it's not just Mississippi and Alabama uh, and Louisiana okay. with the, the backwoods country folk who are yeah. just, wow. Like that's what the movies are made of. These people yeah. are real life people in there. There are rednecks everywhere. Oh yeah. In every Amen. state, there's a redneck. Amen. That's a country song if I've ever heard one. <laughs> in every yeah. state, there's a redneck. Welcome back to the Future Family Podcast, where three friends from different denominations discuss all things contentious that make Christians cantankerous, but in a way that cultivates community. I'm Blake. I'm Tanner. And I'm Cody. So you guys know we love recommending stuff. You guys know this. If you've been a supportive listener, you also may know that we have not been ending each episode this season with recommendations like we did in episodes of old. Uh, We've been saving them up for a special episode just like this one. So sit back, grab a notepad, a pen and pencil. If you're cool like Blake, an iPad with an Apple pencil and uh, write these down. Uh, These are life changing recommendations from your future family. But first, uh, we would be remiss if we did not discuss what is going on in the world around us. We like we uh, planned out most of or part of the year when we uh, met together over break. We planned out the majority of the year, the rest of the season. And we had like this episode from the get go for this season being our comeback episode from break, be a lighthearted episode, be fun. And I think it's a pretty you know apt episode to do a fun episode in the current situation we find ourselves in. Um, if you're listening to this like years ahead, this is uh, an episode that is going on. Uh, we're recording it during the COVID-19 coronavirus, the many other words you want to discuss it as long as they're not racist, um, uh, that is going on right now. And, um, so how are you guys handling? Mm. Blake, you tell me you're the Enneagram nine. So that means like <laughs> you, you, you nap a lot, right? So like, yeah. how's it going with, how's it going there? Oh, uh, more naps. And that's just, no, nah. it's really, it's, it's been weird for Jen and I, um, and, and weird in the sense Jen is doing online school. So mm-hmm. it, has really, and she just started two weeks ago her uh, next quarter 
Um, she was in lab kind of when everything was really blowing up um, and, and things were starting to shut down. And she finished lab and then came back home, had a week break, and then started the next quarter. So it's really business as usual for her. Um, me with my job here in Jackson, building the Children's Hospital. We're considered essential business, um, so we're still open, still working, um, still going strong, and I'm I'm still going to the job site. So it's really been uh, not much of a change, like physically for us, um, which has been kind of weird because we've been seeing so many friends um, who have like who either maybe lost their job or is is put on furlough. Or that might be the same thing, um, but either that or working from home. Um, Cody, I think you're working from home. Um, or just like having people affected and even just having a hearing of, of friends who have had people in their lives affected by the coronavirus. Um, so that's been the weird part in, in church, that, that whole side of things, church and small groups being online. So I don't, I don't think we've been totally bombarded with like the, the soup cause life has been kind of normal in the sense of our day to day work and school. Um, but yeah, that aspect of it has been been really weird, and really seeing how how people have been affected. That's really I've been I think I've been able to notice that more, mm-hmm. um, just because things are sh- sh- scary, and I mean people are either on one side of the spectrum or the other. It's like, wow, things are terrible. The world is ending. Like I'm I'm nervous. I'm I'm fearful, or they're like, this is nothing. Like blah blah blah. It's just let's let's throw it under the rug and keep on going. And I think there's a balance between it, but, um, but it's been, it's been interesting to kind of still be doing my normal thing for the most part and seeing those two, uh, two sides of things. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Cody? I am, uh, I am in Louisiana right now, which is one of the worst hit areas. Um, man, I know it, it really has been weird just seeing all the, because Baton Rouge is a very like small business centric community. So it's been really weird watching all the businesses I follow on Instagram, try to cope. Um, of course, you know, like we're constantly thinking about the people who are at risk and the, the deaths and the, the illnesses that are just spreading around. Um, since I'm a seven, I always like to spend things positively though. And so I think the, the thing that I definitely hope comes out of the other end of all this is, I really just hope we all have a deeper appreciation for in-person community when we can have it. And I really hope that a lot of us will come out of quarantine seeking community that we may not have sought before. I mean, that's the whole, not to get really cheesy, though I am going to get really cheesy. That's like the whole purpose of this podcast is just to seek out community of people who may not be like you um, to learn from and hang out with. So I really do think, Post quarantine, I think we're going to see a huge mass of like people who are like, I want to be in small groups. I want to get together with people. Um, I want to have these moments with people while I can. Um, and I, re- I think for me, that's something that's going to happen once we get out of all this. But yeah, I just really hope it happens for others as well. So yeah, that's all I got. I mean, for me, it's like the daily routine of life hasn't changed much. I was already. Uh, doing class online, uh, doing everything from home. And so most of that hasn't changed, but like, um, I mean, seeing the world around me change and and keeping up with you guys and and other friends. I mean, we were in Baton Rouge when everything just went, there started to go crazy. We were there visiting, hanging out, doing the, uh, the hangout thing. Um, that Saturday was my birthday. We were enjoying it real well. And I remember like 
driving back to Cody's house and having uh, just a conversation that I'd already kind of mentioned to Blake earlier in the week that, um, you know, I think this is, as many people have already said, uh, a make it or break it moment for the church in, Mm -hmm. you know, modern history. Um, This is not to, uh, it's not, it's not apples to apples, but this is our world war um, in the modern era where things across not only the nation, but the globe are going um, in a pretty chaotic way. And it's time for, you know, us to step up. And I think, I think the church has really adapted real well. Um, but yeah, just, just seeing everything, um, everyone having to adjust kind of on the fly with the universities. That's all the day. I think Mississippi state is, is looking at doing pass fail options uh, for a lot yeah, of classes, mm-hmm. which is pretty awesome. Um, and um, a lot of public schools, you know, from elementary to high school, how they have adjusted has been pretty cool to see. But um, like you said, Cody, I think coming out of this, I really hope that that we um, see the the value, like the innate value of community, um, and actually just embrace it fully. Because I mean, we've been living in the last um, two decades to a hundred years of hyper individualism. And so this could be mm-hmm. that little moment that uh, turns everything back on its head. So I hope so. That's like my hope of, of what comes out. These last few weeks have been crazy because um, I mean, Blake's in Jackson, which is a kind of a hot spot in Mississippi and Cody's in one of the top three hot spots in the United States of, um, you know, just rapid uh, cases. And then where I'm at, we've had uh, the entire time, our highest we're right at seven cases in my county and so it's doesn't seem like it's a lot and a lot of people um in my county um are taking it serious but not taking it like it's a big deal but you have people mm-hmm. especially if you've gone through college you're young adult or older you have friends all over that are in places um that it is a big deal and so uh, we keep praying um don't want to harp on this too long too much longer let's get to the fun stuff but we keep praying uh, just hoping for you know a quick recovery. Um, we keep running to community, whether it be over Zoom, uh, a phone call, a letter, or church online. Um, with all that said, I'm Blake. Um, I mean, excuse me. With all that said, um, <laughs> <laughs> let's get to what this episode is all about: recommendations. So, what we're going to do uh, first is we'll have three big recommendations, three from each of us. Then we're going to do a little rapid fire. Um, so you have listener, you have a lot of opportunity to get some really good recommendations to like either read, watch, do, uh, I don't know, other stuff, whatever you, you do with these recommendations, do well with them. All right. Um, so who wants to start? We'll do, uh, okay, here we go. All right. So I guess I'll go, go first. Um, I was about to say I'll go second. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll go second. Blake, you're up. <laughs> All right, I'll go first. Uh, my first one is, uh, I'll go with the podcast one. Uh, it's a podcast called Food Trucks in Babylon. It is actually a podcast uh, done by the seminary that I'm going to, Western Seminary, um, hosted by uh, Dr. Todd Miles, who is my hermeneutics professor, and then Dr. Patrick Schreiner, who is like, feels like just a few years older than me. He's pretty young. He's Dr. Tom Schreiner's sons. You may have read a few of uh, Tom Schreiner's books, but um it's it's a seminary podcast, but you probably would not guess it unless you saw a few of the titles. Um, uh, I think the first episode was on marijuana in the church, just 
conversation. Most of the episodes have like a guest or someone they're kind of interviewing. Uh, some of them are just conversation between the two. Um, so just kind of all over the board. I think they've had, I'll look right now how many episodes they've had. Um, but really good episodes that I think um, are kind of right up the alley for most of our listeners. Um, it's about 20 episodes so far. Um, and they've even had an episode recorded before all of this on virtual church. Um, and so it's kind of, they, they threw it in. Um, I listened to most of it and it's, of course, didn't address the current situation, but it is a good conversation. There's um, episode on um, spiritual warfare, um, the preaching Christ in the old Testament, uh, all this stuff in the title food trucks in Babylon. Uh, Portland is a big uh, food area and food trucks are all over the place. Um, some of the best food I've ever eaten has been in Portland while I was there. And uh, the kind of the concept of food trucks in Babylon of kind of going Babylon being the area that uh, the Israelites were exiled to um, kind of bringing this, good thing, good conversations, but bringing ultimately Christ to uh, the exile of the world that we find ourselves in. So uh, fun episode and most episodes they do a food truck recommendation in Portland if you happen to be out there. So there you go. Very nice. All right. So my recommendation is going to be a podcast platform, actually. Um, Not going to copy Tanner, um, but I'm going to going to give you a way you can listen to the podcast Tanner just recommended. It's called Overcast. And so if you remember uh, a few months back or whenever we were doing recommend- recommendations, I guess last season, I recommended a podcast platform called Entail. I'm not rescinding that recommendation, but I am giving guidelines to that. It's very, it's, it's interesting. The, uh, the, the, <laughs> the, uh, the recommendation I gave was it gives a little more uh, of a, a visual aspect to podcast. And I love that for the ones that are tailor made for that podcast platform, which are not a lot, but it, there's a few that give uh, really great visuals that you can kind of go along with the podcast. Um, but as I thought about it, podcasts are supposed to be podcasts and, and listen to. And so in my search after loving entail and and not using it as much um for uh it's it's i guess visual aspects uh i've stumbled upon overcast um and it is has been really enjoyable i love it mainly because of the playlist function i guess you can create a playlist so i have playlists like my essentials the one my podcast that i always listen to and if you put them in a playlist, it will automatically download the new episode, whatever is uh, new to that playlist. If you have a church, like if you listen to churches all across the nation, you can put all the sermons into one playlist. And every time there's a new sermon uploaded, it'll upload straight to there. Or if you listen to, uh, I don't know, you can make categories, you can make your playlist however you want. Um, it's really smooth, really easy. Um, I've personally been a big fan of it, so... You can check it out. Um, it's called Overcast. Overcast has my favorite feature of any podcast app. It's currently the one that I'm using too. But they've got this smart speed option uh, that you can put on podcasts that shortens silences in podcasts. Yeah. So you can truck through those things. That's another Big good fan. option. Yeah. Big fan. 
All right, everybody, for my first recommendation, this is the one that I feel most strongly about and the one that if you are currently quarantined and you need an activity, you need to do this. Every living being needs to do this. It is the video game Stardew Valley. Now, let me tell y'all a little something about Stardew Valley. It is a 2D retro style game made by one guy over the course of two years. The setup is fairly simple. Your grandpa dies. Yay! And he leaves you the deed for his ranch in a little town called Stardew Valley. Actually, the area is Stardew Valley. The town is Pelican Town. That's neither here nor there. But essentially, what happens is you go to this ranch, and it's your job to clear it all out and then... Start farming, baby. I'm talking parsnips. I'm talking eggplants. I'm talking melons. You know what I mean? You go and you start farming and you start raising animals and you start making cheeses and wines and all that kind of stuff. And that's all great because the farming is surprisingly in-depth and way more therapeutic than you would think with me just like saying it. But the real meat of the game comes in romancing the villagers oh yeah baby tanner can i get like some saucy music in right there but no it's like half farming simulator half hallmark movie simulator like 20 percent runescape sprinkled in there a little bit there's like some weird witchcraft too this game has it all it's incredible um you can get it on this little app called steam on your computer for like 20 bucks i promise you it's the best 20 bucks you'll ever spend Everyone who I have introduced this game to has gotten addicted. And that includes people who are not typically video game people. My mother has logged like 50 (laughs) hours in this game. And I don't know that she had ever played a video game besides Candy Crush in her life before she got (laughs) it. It's amazing. Stardew Valley. Look it up. That's, That's pretty cool. So it's a video game on your like computer. You get on your. Computer. You can get it either on your laptop on Steam, or uh-huh. you can also get it on PlayStation or the Xbox Store. Okay, Any so you those. play on the PlayStation. I play on PlayStation. I gotcha. Delaney and Rebecca play on um, PC, and my mom actually plays on Switch. You can get it on Switch too. Can I get it on the Nintendo sixty four? I hope. I wish. I wish. <laughs> it's got surprisingly good graphics for a retro designed game. It's amazing. Hmm. That's, that's, awesome. that's all I've got. All right. Uh, my second recommendation, kind of piggybacking off of Cody's recommendation to do this while in quarantine. Mine is doing or starting a relaxing morning ritual. Um, I've been doing this on and off for the last year, and I've seen it kind of have a resurgence in uh, social media, not really influencers, but influential people on social media, um, artists and stuff. But for me, it's a simple going in the kitchen, watering the kettle, get it to boil, I'm cooking breakfast, I'll do that at the same time. But the morning r- ritual that I love that is relaxing is either making coffee, like pour over style. So I've got like a, a thing called a porigami from a company called Mir. It's just like a regular pour over um, or making tea, quick tea bag in uh, a mug of your choice or, you know, teapot. If you're cool, if you're cool daddy like me, I um, uh, said cool daddy, but um, 
it is just so relaxing. It kind of starts your day off with something way less stressful than social media, than news, than being uh, jumping into a group message that is you have to catch up on. Uh, it's just an easy thing to start the day off in a good, lighthearted mood. And you can add some pressure if you want to. Yeah. Tanner, speak to the Reformed community here really quick. What kind of coffee are you putting in that pour over? Right now, uh, because of my uh, inventory went low, I have from uh, our favorite coffee shop in Startville. Um, well, yes, my favorite coffee shop in Startville, uh, Strange <laughs> Brew. I don't want to get any sponsorships that you guys may have with 929 or any other. Um, but I have uh, the specific m4 camp roast which i worked at the camp and proceeded to go mm. to them but it's a, like a hazelnut and um i think it's a medium roast but uh i like a good um ethiopian uh there was a really good one that we went to the french the french truck in baton rouge yes yeah it was a good ethiopian blend for pour over but i need to order some so if you're listening if you have any recommendations uh to order different blends or different coffees hit us up or hit me up so my next recommendation is, and I'm still very new to this, but I have been a huge fan. It is a show on Netflix called All American. Have either of you guys heard no. of it? I've heard of it. I haven't watched it. Okay. It is uh, very briefly. Um, I'm, I think I'm six episodes in. It's two seasons um, with more than 10 episodes in eight seasons. So there's still a ways for me to go. But it takes a... Um, Start. It's it's a it's a sports related thing, Cody. Football. It's around football, but it's also high schoolers. Don't and, talk down to Cody like that. And and football, Cody. It's it's the uh, the sport with uh, ah. Um, <laughs> me me gusta jugar a football. <laughs> um, sports movie, Cody. I don't know if you'll right. <laughs> totally love it, but it's. It takes place in a uh, Crenshaw is like the the rough community, um, and it's right outside of like Beverly Hills in California. And so this player who goes to uh, Crenshaw High School, uh, really talented. This coach from the Beverly Hills school, rich school, uh, comes and watches them play one Friday night and. Uh, after the game approaches him said hey i want you to come play for beverly hills and be on my team i'm pretty much trying to get this really good player to play for his team that's the the stage and he ends up moving to beverly hills um there's some questions as to whether the coach is his dad there's some like flashbacks to like possible questions like that um it's real it's it's really good it's a cw show so it's not like a Netflix original, um, but it's it's pretty well done so far. Um, there's a lot of storylines that are like kind of you don't know where things are going. Um, it is funny in the in the sense of I mean maybe the Beverly Hills lifestyle is this, but they're a bunch of high schoolers and they're living in mansions with their parents who are like lawyers or or whatever. Um, so it's a lifestyle that I've never comprehended or even thought of before. Um, but it's, uh, it's pretty interesting. So all American. Nice. Maybe I'll dip my toe in the sports world. Yeah, you should. <laughs> is that, uh, Lemmy? That is you. All right. So here we go, kids. Listen, the office, get out of here. 
Uh, Parks and Rec, never heard of her. Friends, already sucked. Uh, <laughs> the new cast of characters workplace comedy is the Bon Appetit YouTube channel. <laughs> Let me tell y'all about my love of the Bon Appetit YouTube channel. I love it for two reasons. I'm going to cover both of them. First of all, it is a cooking show with mistakes, very intentionally, which I, I hate watching cooking shows where everything works out perfectly. Because when I'm in my right. kitchen, you know, crap burns and things don't work out. <laughs> and this is a cooking channel where they allow things to go wrong, which I love. But also it's a cooking channel that's very focused on helping the viewer learn. Like the Bon Appetit Test Kitchen, their purpose is to provide recipes that you could feasibly do at home for the most part. Um, They want to inspire the home chef, which it does inspire me to be a better cook. The other reason that I love it, though, is this YouTube series legitimately has just the most vibrant cast of characters you've ever seen. It's so great to be watching someone's video and then someone will just make like a little cameo and just pop in and be like, what's up? And you're like, oh my gosh, it's Brad from It's Alive. We love him. They're all great. Um, it's a it's a test kitchen magazine that works out of New York. Um, I'm going to recommend two shows that everyone go watch, both very different moods. And these are both where a lot of people get started. First off, look up Gourmet Makes on YouTube. Uh, this is Claire Saffitz, my muse who uh, she, her, her objective in each episode is to take usually a, a piece of junk food and make a gourmet version of it. So you get to watch Claire over usually about a four-day process, um, do trial and error, trying to make a gourmet version of this. And she's just very meticulous and very like perfectionistic about it. Um, and the ones where she succeeds are like fantastic. The other one I recommend you go watch is one that is called It's Alive with Brad Leone. This one is the complete opposite energy. This is utter chaos, start to finish, but Brad is like a golden retriever personified. <laughs> His editor is always throwing shade at him, and it's hilarious, but in yeah. like a loving way, not like in a mean way. Um, I just love this show. So very much. Brad will go make olive oil, make a knife, even though a knife is not alive. Um, he'll make kombucha. Like the whole show is incredible. So Gourmet Makes and It's Alive, both of them on the Bon Appetit YouTube channel. Recommendation complete. All right. Mine is uh, reading the great new series called The Chronicles of Narnia. Um, this is written by a guy by the name of C.S. Lewis. Uh, he was a professor. You know, you guys know this, this series. Mm-hmm. Um, I made it for the first time all the way through. I used to read the, um, I think I actually only read like um, Lion, Witch, Wardrobe, Prince, Prince Caspian, and Voyage of Don Shredder when I was a kid or teenager. Uh, made it all the way through. Great series. What made it even more fun for me was buying like a retro, like it was an actual 1970s box set. So making it through the actual box set was pretty cool. Um and I think, like, if you are any familiar with this series, probably through The Lion, Witch, and Wardrobe, great book. Uh, you're introduced to Aslan, which is an awesome character. But all the other books where Aslan is not as prominent, each, and including Lion, Witch, Wardrobe, each time you encounter Aslan in the reading, how uh, C.S. Lewis writes him is like, for me, it evokes tears because of how, 
beautiful the writing is, but also just how it reflects the nature of God so well, in my opinion. Um, and so like you have pretty much in each book, there is some point where he will describe Aslan in this like paradoxical way where like one of the children will show up to him and they see just how large his teeth is and could like rip the entire army there with uh, to shreds with one bite. But they see that they have this overwhelming sense of just like falling into their mother's arms of how loving this lion is. So great series. I recommend reading it through um, in the original um, intention that Lewis had, which was uh, um, publication order, not chronological order. So Magician's Nephew is like next to last. Um, makes for a pretty fun read. So there you have it. Sweet. That's, that's good. I uh, First time I read it through, which was in like elementary school um, or maybe middle school, I read uh, chronological order. So I would I would want to read publication order, I think, because I think Magician's Nephew would be a nice like at the end. Whoa, mm-hmm. this is how things started. This is mm-hmm. yeah. like tying all thing, tying things together. Um, but love that series so much. Um, any church email I sign off as under Aslan's Paul Blake. Mm. So Dope. I signed for Narnia. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, My my last recommendation is in a whole Bridgetown church slash John Mark Comer slash the rule of life uh, practice that that they do. Um, If you know nothing of any of those things that I just said, um, you can go to bridgetownchurch.com. You might have heard of a recent book called Eliminating the Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. Um, Tanner, it's bridgetown.church. Bridgetown.church. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tanner knows them. I feel like we've said or mentioned things related to them uh, here. Um, but I'm just a big fan of the rule of life. And I'll speak briefly on that. If you go to that website, they have a section um, called Practicing the Way. And it's just practices. Um, they talk about silence and solitude, Sabbath. They talk about. Um, rest. They talk about a lot of different things. Um, and they have really great, I guess, resources and tools and books, um, that can help you kind of dive into those things. But one of them is the rule of life. And it's pretty much just taking a step back and saying, okay, how can I intentionally do this, um, better? And so there's three like different thing, different ways to split up, uh, into, and it's, um, always like we can be more like Jesus or be better disciples uh, or apprentices under Christ. Um, so it's uh, it's really, really cool. Um, definitely check it out. I've been listening to their uh, church podcast since I think Tanner recommended it last year or maybe even before that. Um, but I've been acquainted with their podcast for a while, their sermon series. Um, they're always very informative, very like um, well-researched, I would say they bring a lot of, especially John Moore brings a lot of, uh, sources in. he's very well-read. He quotes books and, and research and, and ties it all in with, um, with scripture. And it's just really, really informative. I've, I've been a big fan. Um, he's also part of a podcast called, uh, 
um, the future this, family podcast. Uh, this cultural moment. This, uh, yeah. this cultural uh, moment. It's also, yeah, uh, it's really good. I haven't gotten as big into that as I want to, but that's uh, one of the new podcasts I want to start listening to. So it's so a good one. Definitely check it out. Right on. So my final one is a little TV show. You might have heard of it called Hometown on HGTV. I will not say that I love them more than Chip and Joanna Gaines, because I do not. I love them all equally. But this is another basically fixer-upper style couple in a, in a southern town. They are to Laurel, Mississippi, as Chip and Joe are to Waco, Texas. Um, they're taking all these old houses um, that all have names of like 14 generations of people that have lived in them because Mississippi, and they're renovating them for young, hip couples with disposable income. And uh, this show is just delightful. You've got you've got just a big old boy with a beard and a southern accent that's just beautiful. And then you've got this lady with a dope haircut that has convinced probably way too many uh, young southern moms that they can also pull off that haircut. And they can't. You can't, okay? <laughs> She's the only one that can do it. But uh, Hometown on HGTV, it's delightful. Do you guys... You guys are Mississippi natives, whereas I am not. So I'm wondering if you guys have anything to that, that you'd like to say about the clout Laurel, Mississippi is getting here. I think it's pretty cool. Um, there's been a few times that they'll like say a, a family name of like whoever house they're buying or another business in town that we're like my family when we're watching it together. We're like we might be related to them, um, <laughs> which is pretty cool. But it's it's that's it's a smaller town in Mississippi, but it is kind of a um, it seems like they have a good, uh, I don't know, chamber of commerce, or whatever, to keep things pretty lively there. You got a cool downtown, uh, but it's pretty cool. And, uh, it is a lot of, uh, younger people with, uh, disposable incomes, but it is pretty cool to see some of the like older people that are moving back into Laurel or, yeah. uh, things like that, that are getting, um, homes. There's a pretty sweet episode of one of them that, um, a lady that works at a church there just moved back to work at a church that ends up, they end up doing a house that's, um, it's like her grandmother's. It's like right next to her mom's, which is pretty cool. But it's a great episode or a great yeah. show. Excuse me. It's delightful. Those are great. If you've been taking notes, listener, really good recommendations so far. But it's about to get spicy. All right, it's about mm. to get muy caliente. Um, it's about to get super spicy. I'm just giving myself many options to edit in. Um, it is rapid fire time. So we're going to go quick. We'll kind of just go until we run out, um, probably. Um, and we're going to stay in pretty quick. So if you need to kind of slow the episode speed down a little bit, that's fine. Or hit pause. Use overcast. But as best yeah, as you use my recommendation. <laughs> there you go. Um, and there's a few that we probably would give a little explanation for, but other than that, we're just kind of going to go through real quick. So we'll make this a short episode for all you cool cats and kittens. Um, all right. I guess am I starting first again? Uh, first off for me, go quick and simple candles. Hmm. Okay, so my first one is the new Bethel music album. It's upcoming. There's a single called Egypt. There's also a single called uh, God of Revival. They're two bops. Um, you should go listen to them. Uh, my first one is a video game. You can also get it everywhere you get Stardew Valley. It's called Untitled Goose Game. It's fantastic. You just play as a goose. Your only job is to go around and... Next! My second one is... Uh, the concept of sleeping with your phone across the room, not under your pillow or next to your bed. It makes for great falling asleep and way better uh, waking up. Mm. 
My next one is Hillsong Young and Free upcoming album. Two singles, Lord Sin Revival and Best Friends. Best Friends, another bop. My next one is uh, Chill Hop Mixes on YouTube. Delaney says they sound like elevator music. She's not totally wrong, but they're great for working at home and getting a good workflow going. Next. Um, The next one is um, going to a used bookstore. Not right now, but when we get done with this, go to a used bookstore. Next one, the upcoming Elevation Worship album. Two singles off of it, My Testimony. And then The Blessing, I'm sure you've seen it on every Facebook post um, of moms in your community or seen young people, hipsters posting about it. It's uh, Carrie Job is featured on it. Um, a great one. Uh, my next one is a book called Recursion by Blake Crouch. It is Christopher Nolan-y, timey-wimey type, um, alternate universe sci-fi. It gets kind of like a big bummer in the last third of the book, but it's absolutely incredible. Uh, everyone should go read it. Recursion by Blake Crouch. Next. Thank you backing off of that. Having a good chair to read in, do laptop work in, or just listen to music in. The uh, toilet cover thingies. Like the carpet type. Not the, not the, not the paper toilet paper that you put up. If you're in a public place, you pull it up and put it down and, and then and do your thing. Okay, so my next one. <laughs> <laughs> Those things are just great. I mean, they're easy, they're simple, they're clean. For um, for a hot second, Blake. Toilet paper. Like, obviously, we've had a toilet paper crisis for some reason. This is a way to cut down on toilet paper usage. If you're, if you're one of those people who are not crazy and just sit on a public toilet seat without any protection. For a hot second, Blake, I was in the same vein as Tanner, and I thought you had one of those toilet seats with like shag carpet on it, which, Ooh, by the way, is but the most disgusting thing the '80s have ever come out with. I feel like we used to have that growing up. Um, I do remember. I do remember that. Yeah, I would literally but, vomit if I saw one today. Maybe they'll make a comeback. Oh, Lord. Please have like me know. Family. I really don't know what those are called. Do y'all know what those? Are? Uh, just uh, probably like somebody. Somebody Google it. Well, I don't know. Yeah. There's an interesting name, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. poopy koozies, something like that. I don't know. And it's, um, yeah, it's probably yeah. made by Poopery, the that brand, whatever that brand. You're is. probably right. Seems on brand. <laughs> um, okay, my next recommendation is Penny and Sparrow's new live album. Um, man, it is so good, especially if uh, you want to come out of quarantine with a baby. Oh, yeah. Next, <laughs> my episode again, piggybacking off of that, a podcast. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Not, related. <laughs> Not related. Um, no, a podcast called A Blether or Blether uh, with Jim and Kirsty. It's a podcast for these two Scottish people. Um, I think Jim is a psychologist, psychiatrist, but it's uh, mostly based on, um, what we're going through right now with coronavirus. My next recommendation is paperless billing. If you have any bills that you still get over the mail and you pay all of your bills online or through an app, just go ahead and there's some setting somewhere, somewhere that you can find that will click and you will not get paper anymore. Why do I feel like Blake just got an email notification for paperless billing? And then he was like, that's my recommendation. <laughs> uh, it was Toyota actually this morning. And I was like, oh, there he is. <laughs> yeah, not getting that bill anymore. Oh, man. On paper. There you go. 
Next recommendation, another podcast, 30 Minutes with the Perrys. It's Jackie Hill and Preston Perry. It's fantastic. They talk about some real stuff, but they talk about it uh, in like a funny way, but also in like a real way. They're really cool. They're just a dope couple. They're really who I aspire to be. Next. Uh, the Simpsons on Disney+. Plus. Making smoothies at home mm-hmm. or, or shakes. Um, Jen has a fantastic Oreo shake recipe. And it tastes just like, I don't know if you've had the uh, cookies and cream Oreo shake. Cookies and cream shake from Chick-fil-A tastes just like that. Fantastic. Heck yes. Uh, Penny and Sparrow, back to them. They're currently doing live Would You Rather sessions on their Instagram every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2 p.m. And they are absolutely incredible. They're a hilarious duo. You should go watch those. Uh, my next one is uh, baking anything right now. My specialty has become banana bread. But Cody, being the great friend and future family member that he is, made a bomb uh, Earl Grey mm. yogurt cake with mm-hmm. lemon icing for my birthday. And I appreciate that. And yes. I've been craving it since. Yes, he did. It's from Bon Appetit. That boy. Mm. I think we ate that breakfast, lunch, and supper. <laughs> I swear we did all the <laughs> everything. Okay. Uh, my next recommendation is Mississippi Public Broadcasting, MPB Think Radio. Um, I've been listening to it a lot. Tanner supports them even more than I do. Like Cartag. Cartag. Is <laughs> um, I've been listening to it a lot because of the coronavirus related stuff, but I've kind of gotten into the rhythm of listening to them at work. They have like shows in the morning, money talks, in legal terms, Southern Remedy, here and now. Um, in the afternoon, they have uh, all things considered in marketplace. They're all like different episodes with different hosts and they talk about the cool things. Um, Southern Remedy is. I believe it's summer the southern remedy one of them is a cooking show and they're they talk about food and local food and uh, local markets and all that stuff it's really interesting um so yeah mpb sweet well while we're on a public radio stint uh code switch on npr is a great podcast um about race it's got a little bit of through line in it too because a lot of times they talk about like historical implications and all that kind of thing uh but no code switch is a fantastic podcast everyone should check it out if they're into podcasts mm. i'll stay in the same vein uh poetry read poetry and i'll even stay more in the same vein uh npr's uh life kit podcast had a recent episode on poetry and getting into poetry if you're not in the poetry use that as your um uh, a kickstart into it so poetry read it because no one has said it yet but Someone's got to do it or we would not be a recommendations episode without this recommendation. It's Tiger King. Oh, yeah. Go watch <laughs> it. Actually, Tanner and we were talking before uh, the episode. Tanner and Cody have actually not watched it. So my recommendation to you, watch it. But also, don't just watch it. Listen to our friends, Knox and Jamie. You have to subscribe to uh, their Patreon. I think it's mm-hmm. the $3 a month. Yeah, you can do the 3 or $7 a month. Oh, you can get a sample. So watch it. And listen to the sample. They recap, or they are in the process of recapping every episode. And episode one was fantastic. It was. Hilarious. Really great content. So, Uh, My next one is, there is a YouTube channel called uh, called Polygon. And in Polygon, there's a series called Unraveled with Brian David Gilbert. Um, If you are a video game nerd, this is the absolute greatest YouTube series you will ever see. Uh, Brian David Gilbert does absurdly in-depth 
uh, video game research, and they're all really hilarious. My absolute favorite one, he reads all 317 books in Skyrim and reports on which ones were his favorite and which ones were his least favorite. And it's hilarious. Another one, he talks about Bowser's military hierarchy. They're just incredible. Definitely go watch them. All right, my next one will show my uh, or how I feel age-wise. Uh, stretching your back more. I have a list of eight stretches I do or want to do each day at some point, do every other day. Uh, keep that lower back good and stretched um, and have no pain. Mm. Along the same vein, I was physical activity. Uh, push-ups, my recommendation. Um, and recommended from my friend Woodsy. He is a, a friend from church. Him and Caroline are very good friends with Jen and I. Um, push-ups are his solution to any problem in life. Stress, sickness, um, yeah. you can go through. Yes, push-ups are the answer. Um, and, and during this time, if you don't have like a home gym or anything, body weight exercises are the way to go. So push-ups. And there's like a push-up challenge or something going around Instagram. Also, an unrecommendation. I'm not doing any challenges or bingo challenge that you tag me in. So I'm not doing your couple first picture challenge. I'm not doing your push up challenge. Not ain't doing it. Sorry. Okay. Done. Well, since both Blake and Tanner recommended exercises and working out is for jocks, come back (laughs) over here, nerds, because I'm going to recommend the Dune audiobook. I've been listening to it, I'm not very deep in it. But Dune is like a classic piece of like sci-fi, and the audiobook is high key incredible. So yeah, Dune audiobook, it's great. Uh, I'm gonna do a twofer just to add to Cody's Audible audiobooks for any fiction. Do it; it's super fun right now. Um, so my next uh, recommendation is uh, reading big chunks of the Bible. I think when we did a Bible episode, we said you know slowly go through verse by verse and do like a good um, study. But reading big chunks makes things a lot clearer. Um, if you want to just, you know, be um, the jock of nerdum, nerdism, ner- I don't even know. So I'm not a nerd because I don't know words. Um, if you want to be the jock of reading the Bible, read the Old Testament uh, in Hebrew Old Testament order, not the order that's in your English Bible. Next. Mm-hmm. Jock of reading the Bible, a.k.a. Oh. seminary kids. <laughs> <laughs> um. My recommendation is uh, Kim's Convenience. It is a TV show on Netflix. It's for Jen and I, a funny. Um, we were looking for something. We're almost finished with New Girl. We're looking for something really funny. This is a Korean family. It's kind of a an Asian, like a Jace drama, all Asians. Like we, we relate with that. Um, really funny. It's Canadian based. So I don't even think it's released on an American TV station, but they upload them to Netflix. Really funny. Dope. Um, If you have friends around to play this with, um, the board game is called Wavelength. It's a fantastic board game. High key, a lot of fun. Um, It's got a lot of replayability. It's not one that you'll just play like two or three times and then just never pick up again. Uh, Really good one. Go pick it up. Wavelength. All right. For my next one, um, the TV show uh, documentary Now. I believe it's on Netflix. I've got them on DVDs because... Why not? Um, it's done by uh, Bill Hader and Fred Armisen, uh, written by those two, plus um, Seth Meyers. It's hilarious. They take mostly well-known documentaries, or at least film nerd documentaries, and pretty much do parody of, parodies of them. 
hilarious. Uh, just super fun. You can, it's not like a linear, you can just jump in wherever and have fun. Tanner, do you have a favorite? My personal is the one with uh, Jack Black in it. Oh, the um, um, drones? Yes. <laughs> um, the Blue Jean Committee one was pretty funny. It was a two-part. That one's great. Yes. And then there's one in the second season um, that's like a political. Oh, the one that's uh, about like the Clinton campaign and whatnot? Yeah, the guy that's trying to get um, – I think he's a Louisiana guy that's trying to get elected because yeah. he's got like a Cajun accent. Yeah, it's pretty yes. funny. I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, I love it. Blake? TikTok. Ooh, really? Fascinating. Fascinating. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, we, <laughs> but Jen and I did create a joint TikTok account over uh, whenever I took off a week. She was in her inner quarter break, and <laughs> we were desperate. <laughs> uh, no, it, it, it has been it, – it's, it's been okay. I'm uh, I'm not totally on the board. Uh, I, I saw like a video after we downloaded it where TikTok is like accessing all of our information, reading our rights as human beings, and like tracking. Isn't everybody though? And yeah. I was like, ah, I think I feel like everybody else is also. But uh, we have there are. I would recommend it mainly for the uh, the animal related videos. Yes, TikTok has been really funny. It it can become a, a huge waste of time, but uh, but there's been some funny uh funny things we've seen because of TikTok. My real recommendation is Robin Hood. I don't know if anyone knows what Robin Hood is. The Disney Hood movie, is. right? The cartoon is really good. Yes. Uh, no, it's the uh, stock uh, stock thingy. You can invest with stocks. It's stocks made easy for um, stupid people. I don't know exactly what their catchphrase is, but they do make the stock market, which can look very scary and a lot of numbers and all that jazz, um, a little bit easier to comprehend. So do that if you're interested in looking at it. But my, my other request or the reason I'm recommending it is because of the emails they send weekly. They also have a podcast that goes daily, but their emails, um, that they send every week kind of gives a recap of the market and it's very, uh, hip, I guess you could say. I don't know. It's just really uh, culturally relevant. Um, And then they also end each email with what else we're snacking. So it's like an article on the best ways to work from home, or it's a uh, a tracking of coronavirus uh, peak date projection. So they're they're always relevant with what they're recommending. Um, But it's a it's a really well done email. So nice. Um, yeah, my last one is, uh, to learn bartending, uh, just learn some basic bartending skills. Uh, there's a dope YouTube video called how to mix every cocktail that is, uh, my notes say chef's kiss in the show notes. Uh, but it's fantastic. He teaches you how to mix every, like all 50, like classic cocktails, pick a few that you like. Um, I can almost guarantee, uh, you've probably got most of the ingredients at home. If not, you can just go to the liquor store. I'm sure they're essential. Um, but yeah, watch that video. It's really cool. Learn how to bartend. Sweet. For when there's parties again in the future. Yes, Go ahead. True. Uh, I'll end us with uh, a quick and easy nerdy one. Um, read old books, like books written by old people. Uh, there's a quote by C.S. Lewis. He has an introduction to a, a book. I think it's Athanasius's On Incarnation. Talks about reading old books as a quote. It's a good rule after reading a new book never to allow yourself another new one until you have read an old one in between. If that is too much for you, you should at least read one old one to every three new ones. 
Um, and simple matter is like with uh, Christianity, most of the new books that you're probably going to read from a pastor or Christian influencer, um, I think he talks about in the introduction, has not passed the uh, long amount of thoughtful critique. All these other ones have, uh, plus you're missing out on 95% of what has built the church today. Plus, if you're not even talking about Christianity, there are great classics that um, are fun to read uh, that you probably thought weren't fun in high school. So grab you some, uh, you know, some Charles D and some uh, uh, John Stani. And uh, did I send you that? Did I send you guys that tweet that said HP Livecraft, HP Laughcraft, HP Lovecraft? (laughs) (laughs) I think you retweeted that. Tanner, how can they get in touch with us from a six foot distance and uh, spread the word uh, or or carry the word to other or just tell other people about the podcast? How can they do those mm. two things? Man, that's a that's a good question. Um, yeah, so you can obviously you can follow us on Twitter where Cody's doing amazing things, uh, leaps and bounds among above all your favorite brands and. I haven't tweeted in like two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're doing great. You're not adding to this. Twitter seeing what, <laughs> what is going on. What have I done? Did somebody hack us? <laughs> <laughs> no, so you can follow us on Twitter at Future Family Pod or Instagram at Future Family Podcast um, or email us at Future Family Podcast at gmail.com. We sent out some fillers for some merch ideas. So if you did not see those, uh, Reach out to us on one of those three opportunities and spread the word. I mean, obviously, you're not going to see each other um, in face-to-face uh, interactions, but you guys are all on Zoom calls. We know it. Let's not lie about it. Let's not act like you haven't posted a picture of your cool Zoom background or some crazy classmate who came to class naked. Um, you're all on Zoom. Just Shout out, unmute your mic, and shout out the Future Family Podcast in the middle of class, in the middle of a small group, in the middle of a, a job interview, um, anything like that. Um, or just you know, tell your friends like you normally do in an Instagram story. In fact, we will be sending out our uh, Season 3 logo.jpg for you to use as your Zoom backgrounds Ooh. in all future uh, Zoom meetings. So if you're a real G, if you use this Zoom background, um, and you send us a picture of the fact that you have your Zoom background. I'll send you like a. I might have a sticker laying around somewhere that I can <laughs> I can mail you. <laughs> well, all right, that is another episode. And hey, if you enjoyed this one, then feel free to give us a five star rating and leave us a nice little review. And hey, give us feedback on our recommendations or. Send us your recommendations. We love to hear feedback from. Don't send us recommendations. Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> even be a do bunch of TikTok and Tanner or Cody tell me to do so. I'm people not are going to tell us to watch Friends. Just get <laughs> get all that straight out of here. Uh, anyways, subscribe and stay up to date. And please, as always, keep the conversation going. With all that said, for Cody, Tanner, and myself, we are. Your future family.
my first recommendation is going to be a podcast platform. So you can listen to your podcast that Tanner just recommend did um, and use it through this uh, podcast <laughs> platform. It is called Overcast. Um, so if you remember, if you remember, if you've jotted down all of these, uh, if you have taken notes upon all of the forms of recommendation is all right. I'm going to start this. Here we go. I love this podcast. I'm so glad we had this idea two years ago. 